0: Come on. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Ross Stryker. Ross, are you ready to do this?
1: George, I'm ready. Let's do it.
0: Excellent. Let's do this. Ross is the CEO of Smart Asset Opportunities. He's a veteran of our armed forces. He practiced dentistry for 20 years and now owns 40 plus single family homes, 14 ATMs, a coffee harbor in Panama, and has ownership in a Belizean resort. I like it. I'm excited to have you on. Ross, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Okay. Well, I describe myself, George, as a recovering orthodontist. I used to do that for a living. So uh, yeah, I was in the military for 12 years, then in the private practice of uh, orthodontics for 23 years. And I sold my practice two years ago, but backing up even further, I got involved in real estate investing in 2014. So I haven't been doing it that long, only five years. But I came to the realization that, uh, My financial freedom point was going to be reached a heck of a lot quicker with the real estate investing I was switching to than continuing to practice that W-2 job. I mean, I made a great income as an orthodontist, don't get me wrong. It was a fun profession. I loved it. But there really wasn't a good way to transition to that freedom point where you can be doing what you want, when you want, with whom you want. And so through real estate investing, my wife and I were able to realize that. So our mission now is just to help other people uh, get to that freedom point, as we call it, uh, just like other folks mentored us and helped us get to that point
0: got it well I certainly appreciate that and I always always want to thank uh, our veterans for their service so thank you very much oh you're welcome all right so walk me through how how you did it you said you know what I've been at this orthodontia thing for a long time it's been you know it's been what I've done it's my identity probably you can't just rip the band-aid off or, or maybe you can
1: Well, George, I could have done it the smart way, like you see on TV. I could have hooked up with one of my drinking buddies and bought some house in town and, you know, spent every weekend for two years pounding nails and trying to fix up a house and then hoping there was some money left. But I I did it the dumb way. I I got involved in a mentoring group, a mastermind group. I'm kidding. You know that tongue in cheek. And, you know, the smart asset opportunities, the the first part of that is smart ass. So if I'm a little smart alecky, George, you know where that comes from. But, uh, you know, really, I tell people you cannot do this on your own. You have to get involved with other people. Um, real estate investing is a team sport and there's people out there. Look, look. Uh, doctors and dentists are prey to the people out there that might take advantage of them, whether it be in Wall Street or in real estate investing as well. And so you have to be smart. You have to get involved with people that have been doing this for years uh, people that can lead you and help you get involved in. Had, I had such a group. I, I don't belong to that particular mastermind anymore. I kind of kiddingly say I graduated from it, although I don't know if that's really true. But I belong to three other masterminds now. But networking, finding the connections, that, that's where real real estate investing comes from. It's not by going out and buying a house and, and hoping you can fix it up and flip it. That, that might work on TV, but I don't think it's a real good recipe for people that are still in a W-2 job.
0: Got it. Fair enough. So, well, if, if, if it's agreeable to you, why don't we just use me as an example? Well, m- maybe not specifically me, but if I came to you and I said, you know, Ross, I've, I've, I've got a, a good job. I'm a software engineer, but it's just kind of wearing on me. I'm interested in your program. I'm interested in, in what you've been doing. How How do I get started?
1: Okay, well, yeah, I get asked that all the time. And uh, it's actually kind of one of my tips at the end of this, too. But, you know, our our avatar, because I have a weekly blog and, you know, I'm not doing a podcast like you are. I don't have a mastermind group of my own. I just have a very small tribe, as I call it. But my, my avatar, the folks that typically come to me are engineers, they're small business owners, they're dentists, they're physicians, they're people that still need to work a few years in that W 2 job. So, in order to get involved in real estate investing, the first thing I tell them. Is they got to get educated about some basic terms. I mean, you know, just just get educated. Listen to podcasts like yours. um, Join a mastermind group if you have time. I mean, even just attending a local RIA group is a start. It's not maybe a great place to finish, but it's a good place to start. Just get the terminology down. The other thing I tell them is if they're employed as a W-2 employee well that limits them a little bit but typically so many of the folks that come to me are small business owners i tell them your focus needs to be on that small business you know how to move the needle in that business so keep the value of that business up keep moving the needle on that keep improving the noi on that business so then when it comes time to transition out of it you've got something of value. Then we can talk about getting involved in real estate investing. Okay. That's not the first thing you do. You've got to prepare yourself. You've got to, you know, build that foundation, if you will. But at some point you do have to take action. I mean I see people that read a lot of books, they listen to a lot of podcasts, but they never actually do anything. And you and I know that's where the real learning occurs is when you're actually out there involved, whether it's being a lender, that's a simple way to get started or being titled to some kind of property. You learn so much about the paperwork and the transactions and how things happen. So, but I start with the education, take care of your own little domain, your business or your job first, make sure you're secure there. And then on the side, you know, get involved with people that are actively doing this and participate with them. Uh, And at some point, if you want to become the person bringing opportunities to other folks like I am now, uh, that, you know, that can happen down the road, but that, that takes time. You've got to, you've got to set that foundation. It takes years to get to that point.
0: Got it. Okay. So educate myself, get around people that have done it, that can help me get there. And then it's a matter of, I have to imagine setting realistic expectations. Like you said, I'm not going to go from zero to hundred in, in, in the snap of fingers. So can we talk about realistic goal-setting if I wanted to try to get to $100,000 of income coming in from just doing this?
1: Well, yeah, okay, we can talk about that. Of course, you know it depends on where you're starting from, from, you know, how much money do you have to invest and what your income is right now. If somebody came to me with an income of $30,000 a year and said in five years I want to be making 100000 from real estate investing from passive income, I would say, well, you probably set the bar just a little high. I'm not saying it couldn't be achieved because you hear some stories and you probably had people on your podcast that go from zero to 100 miles an hour within two or three years. So it's achievable, but when you've still got that 40-hour-a-week job, that's going to be a little hard to do. You know, all of us that have been involved in real estate investing know real estate is not a get-rich-quick scheme. It's a get-rich-slow scheme. And so, But I, I tell the doctors and dentists that will come to me, that I think a realistic expectation unless you're just insanely overspending is you should be able to replace your active income within six or seven years. And now, if you're 45 years old and um, you still got a lot of student debt hanging around from from you know college and dental school and advanced training and so on, maybe it'll take a little longer. But if you're somebody that's actually been a good steward of your money, you've got wise spending habits. Uh, so whether it be 100,000 a year or whether it be some of the people come to me that have very high net worths and incomes of 300 thousand dollars a year or more um uh, i think a realistic goal is six or seven years depending upon how active you want to get but the main thing it gets back to george you got to get involved with the right tribe of people as i call it because if you get involved with the wrong group uh, you, you'll be you'll be sitting here ten years from now, no further down the road than than you were ten years ago. So it really it it, it makes make sure you find the right group. And, uh, and mentoring groups are out there, but you know there's also groups that are run to the back of the room groups, as I call them. You know, you go to a one day seminar in a hotel and the first five people to run to the back of the room and spend $5,000 to get all our secret tips that we didn't give you at today's (laughs) meeting. And that's not the kind of group you want to get involved with. You want to get involved with people that are sincerely interested in partnering, not in a legal sense, maybe joint venture is more what I should say, joint venturing with you in opportunities that they win, you win, everybody's a winner. And uh, those are the kind of groups I've been involved with, fortunately, but I've also met people that are not so good we all have our stories okay you don't bat a thousand in real estate just like you don't bat a thousand in baseball
0: sure okay so if i find somebody that i'm comfortable with or Let's say, again, well, okay, so how how much how much money do I need to, to have saved up or what should my goal be to get started with, with joint venturing, for
1: example? Well, yeah, again, I deal with kind of a special niche. So, you know, I don't know what, how broad your listeners are, but for those that are just starting out, you just got out of college, you got your first job. This is going to sound a little insane, but most of the investors that I deal with Are higher net worth individuals and most of the uh, private placements that we put together are for accredited investors and so you know we can go into the definition of that but basically these are people that have at least a million dollars or more excluding their house they make three hundred thousand a year if they're a couple two hundred if they're single and there's some other definitions too as you know George so the people listening to this that are younger are gonna say well gosh you know, I'll never get there. You know, your goal, if you're not an accredited investor, should be to become an accredited investor. So nice. my feeling it my feeling is hang around with people that are accredited investors because th- those are the kind of people you want to rub elbows with. You want to see where they how they got there, and what you'll find is most people that are accredited investors are of high net worth, whichever way you want to define it, have. Real estate investing. Almost all the. It's either they own a small business that was very successful, became a big business, or they own real estate. And you know, not very many people got wealthy first by investing in Wall Street. So if I see that then the two, the two paths I want to take are I want to own my own business and I want to be a real estate investor. So uh, I don't know if I answer your question. I get to rambling, George, and sometimes <laughs> I don't go back to what the original question is. But I do want to make sure your listeners understand that primarily I'm dealing with people who are a little higher net worth. But it doesn't matter what your net worth is today. It's what your goal is and what you want to replace and get to at some point. You know, the thing that aggravates me so much about our system that people are investing in is that the vast majority of people in this country that has so much opportunity retire to a lifestyle less than what they were used to when they were working. And, and that's just because two things. Number one, they weren't learning, they weren't getting educated, they weren't taking action, they were trusting other people to be in charge of their financial future. And secondly, it's a system. The system is not set up to make people successful. It's set up to make Wall Street successful.
0: Yeah, I I appreciate that. So what, what would you say are, I don't want to call it a paradigm shift, but so sort of your advice to people to maybe just shift away from that traditional invest in, in the stock market to retire? What, what are some of those preconceived notions or misconceptions about retirement?
1: You, you know, our whole system is set up, George, in my mind, to make people hostage to the system. We have an educational system um, that teaches us that our goal is to get a nice job and to stay in that job and then retire when we're 60 or 65 years old. That doesn't work anymore. People have to get over that. That, that may have been the system in the 50s or the 60s. But today, what you have to do is you have to say from day one when you're in the working environment is how am I going – first of all. I, I can't imagine working for somebody my entire life. I was in the military for 12 years, so yes, I did take orders for that part of my life. I get that. But I can't imagine wanting to stay in a W-2 job for the rest of my life. That's just you know an entre- entrepreneur's mindset is sure. I can't imagine that. And, and so I would really be looking at opportunities if you're in a W-2 job to find ways on the side – to be doing something that you control, that you move the needle, because that W-2 job, you never control the needle. The other thing is I would look for opportunities to get involved with someone who is successfully investing in real estate, whether that, and look, I love, I love the notion of a mentoring or mastermind group because I like the tribe mentality. If somebody in that group is not, does not have the best interests of the rest of the people in that group at heart, they will not be part of that group anymore. I like that group accountability that comes with that. So yes, you can deal with somebody that's been successful one-on-one, but I really like that collective thinking, that feedback that you get from a group, and also the negative feedback that people that are taking advantage of folks um, would basically be asked to leave. So I I think back to your question, uh, you need to make sure that you're taking charge of your own financial future, because our system is set up to say get a job, Turn your money over to somebody else, let them take care of it, and hope it works out that when you're 60 or 65, there's enough money to retire. I'll just give you dentistry as an example. That's my background. 95% of the dentists in this country, this is not my statistic, it comes from the American Dental Association, 95% of the dentists in this country retire to a lifestyle less than what they were used to when they were working. That's just poor planning. That's just a poor system. That right. that's, that's, that's that's that system's failing us, and people are failing themselves by not taking control. You've got to take action.
0: Appreciate that very much. So, people that are listening to this, what what should they come to you for?
1: Well, if they come to look, first thing that they may not want to come to me, George, (laughs) because I may not be a good fit for them. Okay. So, uh, the folks, what I recommend folks do for uh, for myself is that they come to our website, read a few of my weekly blogs, see if it feels like a good fit, see if the kind of opportunities that we're presenting because we help bring opportunities to investors see if they feel like a good fit kick the tires I mean frankly I don't really care if people invest in our opportunities they fill up very quickly and uh, you know they can they're in different asset classes whether it be multifamily or mobile home parks or assisted living or now we have a lot of self-storage opportunities But I do care in the sense that I wanna see people take action, it doesn't matter if it's with me or through something you're doing, Um, they just have to get outside of their comfort level, stick their toe in the water, and uh, they can do some things very safely and simply at first. It doesn't have to involve a great deal of money. I mean, you know there are people out there making, I won't even call them hard money loans anymore because to me the interest rates on, on lending have come down so much, I don't even call it hard money anymore, but you know, people are always Rolling their eyes back at me when I tell them that you can make ten percent or eleven or twelve percent just loaning other people money on projects, and they think, "Well, that can't possibly be safe." You and I both know that there are very secure options to loan people money, and and that involves very little involvement other than stroking a check and you can do that with other people and pull your money so anyway I think the main thing is they've got to get out of their comfort zone and take some action and whether it's me or someone else I really don't care I just want to see them do it
0: yeah nothing happens until something happens so right got to take action man especially if you're not in a spot where you want to be and you know that's certainly a lot of us so okay well Ross we've already been. Talking a lot about a, a lot of great stuff, but Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Well, I kind of spilled the beans earlier, but I do want to make sure people make sure that before they start getting involved in any investing activity, but especially real estate, that they do get a little bit of basic knowledge. Um, you know, it's going to be pretty obvious when you come to somebody about an investment, you can't speak about cap rates and NOI. And you know loan to value and those kind of things. They're just very simple terms. And so there's several books, several places online that you can get that information and learn that. So um, I would encourage people to get that basic knowledge. And then you know the other thing, like we alluded to earlier, is if you have a business that you're running, pay attention to that because it's so easy to get distracted with shiny objects out there. You're running a small heating and air conditioning business, but now you're on the side. Doing real estate investing, and you forget about taking care of what got you to that point where you've got some dis- some discretionary income to invest in real estate. So take care of number one first, and then again create those other streams of income through real estate investing. But after you set those foundations, I, that I, I I I tell people that information over and over again.
0: Well, like, that is great stuff. That definitely gets come on, come on. And Ross, thank you so much for coming on. Tell us again where Savage Nation can learn more about you and the opportunities that uh, you're presenting.
1: Well, our, our website is Smart Asset Opportunities. I know that's a mouthful, but um, <laughs> again, back to me being a little bit of a smart ass, Smart Asset Opportunities fits. And uh, just come to our website. We've got a weekly blog. We've got some other information. Uh, we've got a little Smart Asset formula they can fill out just to say, okay, where am I at as far as replacing my income? I've got this much that I built up, what kind of returns can I expect to make, how do taxes fit into that, and inflation and so on. So we've got a little formula they can fill out to see where they're at. A lot of, our, a lot of folks fill that out and they realize, hey, I'm further along than I thought because my Wall Street investor said when I finish riding that Wall Street roller coaster I can make 2 or 3 percent in bonds but now you're telling me I might be able to safely make 8 or 9 or 10%. You know The numbers are starting to make more sense. So I encourage them to do that. And then if they do decide they want to reach out to me, my cell phone number is on the website. They can always reach out to me. And uh, if not, that's fine too. Whatever works for them.
0: I like it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Rush your appreciation and share today's show. With the friend who also appreciates good ideas go to uh, smartassetopportunities.com and check out the weekly blog. Check out all his information and he's willing to give you his personal contact information. So reach out. Thank you again, Russ.
1: All right. Thanks, George. Appreciate the work you're doing too.
0: Well, you're very welcome. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.
1: What's up, Savage Nation? Please
0: support the show by subscribing, leave us a review, and definitely feel free to share us with somebody you think would like it. Come on.